But, yeah, I cannot imagine, like, from the dad, Josh's standpoint, I can't imagine losing your spouse then and your daughter, not knowing what happened to them, then finding your wife dead. Yeah. Thinking and that she killed herself. A, yeah, thinking it was a suicide. And then not having any idea where your child is. And with a note that says, like, she's fine, but you'll never find her or whatever it like, was. Like, I think that, like, what? Bo was B a B whatever, <laughs> I think, was trying to be, like, comforting there. Like, she's fine. But at the same time, like, that would have not comforted me whatsoever. She's fine, but you'll never find her. Excuse that me? That doesn't tell me she's fine. No. She's not fine until she's home. No. Like, what in the she's world? She's not fine because she's not home. Exactly. Like, like yes. And I think crazy. that you and I both had said when we were kind of ta- – when we were texting about it that we both had kind of had thoughts at one point before we knew that, like, Delilah wasn't the real Delilah that, like – She's fine. So what happened to Meredith? Did she give her yes, to these those people? people? Yes. Well, and and then thought I, that they were going to be nice and then they weren't. But like, why? I even thought that Bea. I think once I figured out that Bia had something to do with it, I was even like, okay, did so did she give her up to these yes. people so that it was yes. like out of her hands, like made her try to get away with it even more? Yes. Like that's what I was even thinking as well. I also thought that too. I um, – Oh, speaking of, like, so the ending, like, how it happened. So, I – did you suspect B at all? Like, not till, like, really the very – like, pretty much till they were, like – Go as, as it was going. Yes. Me too. That's whenever I, like – whenever they were, like, drinking and dancing and then they got in the car and then when they hit something, the moment that it said that they, like, hit something and Meredith thought it was an animal, I knew it yes. was Shelby. The yes, moment same. that they did that. And it's funny is at the beginning of the book – I was, like, trying to figure out why Shelby was involved. Yes. Like, I was, like, yes. what's going – like, how is this all going to play in together? And then, yes. like you said, the moment it happened, for a split second, I was, like, what? And then it, like, clicked in my head. Mm-hmm. I was, like, oh, my gosh. There this is. all makes so much sense. Yes. But I still, like, I will say, like, I still was, like, okay, how is this all still playing out, though? Like, well, me too. did how they did... go move the body there? Did they do this? Did they, like, yes. how is this all – Yes, I have going too, on, and I still like even with all of that. I was like, how does Delilah play into this? Yes, like, same. Where's Delilah? Like, also, especially like in the beginning, like because at first, whenever they hit Shelby and they buried her body and all that, like I thought, like as I was reading, I was like, okay, so it's B going to see that Meredith can't keep her crap together and she's going to hurt her. But then still, I'm like, Delilah's not there. Where? Where like, yes. Where, like, where does she put, come into play? So it's interesting. That, like, they went a while. Oh, quite a while, I feel like. I don't remember the exact time frame, but, like, I feel like it was a decent amount. A decent amount, amount of time. And it's well, like- it was, like, three weeks because someone said something to Meredith's husband and was, like, Meredith has called into work for the past three yes, weeks. Yes, yes. So it was, like, going on a month. Yes. Also, like, okay, Bia, I get obviously not wanting to go to jail, but, like, can you blame Meredith? For at- wanting to? And, like... Like, yeah, like, having this in her conscience, like, freaking out. Yes, especially because she knew her. Yeah, yes, it was her client. Yes. I, yeah. And, like, that was just, I was like, why? Like, it's just crazy, and it's not that far-fetched. Like, I guess what's also interesting about it is that it's not some far-fetched thriller. Like, no. it's not some, This like, could be, like, something we find on our, not maybe, like, local news, but at the same time, local news. Like, it could actually happen to yes. not even some, like, obviously, for B to be okay with just, like, instantly hitting somebody and then go into, like, hide the body, bury it, don't tell anyone, yeah. kill Meredith. Like, clearly she had some, like, 
psychological issues. Oh, absolutely. But, like, from going from, like, a fairly normal person, like, it wasn't, as far as we know, we never heard anything about B's history. So, literally, a normal person just, like, this happened to them or they getting hit by a drunk driver like all yeah like all this is like very it's not far-fetched it's very like could could happen happen. to anywhere anyone literally so that I kind of liked that aspect because it was yes because sometimes I do agree like thriller books are like so far-fetched like that it's like like like, yes it was good but also like really like Like, that was never gonna happen happen in like the real world World. yeah Yeah, especially like nowadays you know what I mean like technology just everything is just way more advanced to be able to get away with stuff speaking of Shelby I think that on my kindle I probably have like five notes um saying Jason Tebow or Tebow however you say their last name is an ass oh the husband (laughs) yes yes like I was just like the whole time like he's an ass I never felt like oh he's the one that did it because I just was like that's too obvious yes but I did I was just like well and like he knew like usually he just didn't care yes like because well honestly it all stems back to the fact that he knew she was cheating Cheating. on him yes exactly so So then so then after we learned some of that stuff I'm like well maybe you have a reason reason yeah also back to like this whole book in general of like having so much extra detail that I feel like ended up not being necessary was their like relationship like, honestly, like, like her cheating, like, I don't know, like, I feel like there was a lot of extra, like, filler. Meredith coming over and the, her, like, person she was cheating on with, like, was there. Like, oh, that, yeah. Like, that, like, I don't know, like, I don't feel like that little extra, some of the extra detail was really necessary. Necessary, yeah, I agree. I think that they added it all in to help play with just the, like, there's so much going on and yes. you're constantly trying to figure it out. But I agree. There was just a lot, and there's a lot of, like, because we had all that extra it left a lot of, like, loose ends, I feel like. Yes. Like, we left a lot of, like, stories just, like, without, like, an ending. There's like, a lot like, of, like, okay, what stuff. happened to him or her or this or Why that? Why did Cassandra – so, like, at one point they said that Cassandra and her family, as soon as Delilah went missing they a moved. week later, they moved. Why? So then it's, like, why? And then you, like – so and then Leo, kind of, like, the their daughter, Cassandra's daughter, kind of um, in present day – kind of befriending a little bit Leo or like well she's the kind of the reason why they figured out Delilah wasn't wasn't the real Delilah I guess that was her part in the book was like yeah I guess that was her part but also like that could have been like it's weird to me that like I guess the dad just wanted it to be her so bad that you just would overlook things like that but like it just felt like she was kind of like almost like a unnecessary random character but I get why they added her in to be the one that found it but it's just weird that like that's the only person that, that she, well, like, we her. obviously, like, kind of knew about her when she was, like, they were young before they went missing, yes. like, in the past, yes. but then, like, obviously, when it was present day, like, we didn't hear anything from no. her, it was and, it, yes, it was very random, I, like, I, and maybe the reason why I didn't enjoy it, like, that kind of, like, this type of style is because I don't know if I want to say I've read a thriller this way. Yeah, it was very different. And so different. it was very different. Like, I liked it because, like you said, like, we were able to be, like, detectives. But then also, like you said, tons of loose ends. Tons, tons of, of what ifs. And, yes. and I don't like books like that. And it also kind of probably my biggest dislike, honestly, I probably should have rated it a four out of five. I just – I did really like how it ended, so I went ahead and rated it a five out of five. But one thing was – I like, I guess it's like a love-hate relationship, how they did the timelines 
I understand why they did it, but it was like 11 years before or like, you know, in the past 11 years ago and then present day. But then also in the past 11 years before it was different months. Yes. So then you also had to keep track of I'm this is in the past. And it's also March. And Uh then this one is also May. And my brain sometimes. I struggled. Was like, had a hard time. Like, okay, trying to piece together all the different things that we were getting at different times. Honestly. trying to keep track of it. That was hard. It was probably pushing like 30% that I was like, wait, I need to be paying like close attention to these months. Because like that like one word is easy to like. Kind of, oh, whatever. It don't matter what the month is. I will though say once I figured that out, that kind of helped me not get bored with the book. Yes. Because I was like, because I could tell in like the past it was May and she was getting kidnapped and like, not kidnapped, yes. but like all that stuff was happening. And then in present, I was like, okay, we're April. Well, so, okay. So we're getting closer to figuring out like what's yes. going on. So I think that kind of did help me like stay engaged. Cause I'm like, okay, one day closer, one day closer to May when it was all happening. Yes. That's kind of like, that's why I said it's like, love hate like I liked it but then I didn't at the same time it was just weird I think we both said this like through text or whatever but I don't think I could have done this book audio no I absolutely someone in our group or on our Facebook page had said they were listening to an audio and asked if the jumping the timelines was worth it and I replied and I was like the book is worth like listening to and reading but I had said that like I have found that I almost rate every single audio book a three out of five and I think that it has nothing to do with the book itself, it's yes. just that I love I love the audiobook. Yeah. And I love listening to podcasts. I love all of that. But when I'm listening, I'm easily distracted. Yep. We have kids. We're constantly yep. like I'm multitasking. When I'm listening to the book, I'm also I'm always cleaning the house. I'm also yep. doing something else. And so it's very easily for my mind to drift. And then I come back and I'm like, what, what did I miss? On. So this book, I don't I don't know. I you'd have to be like driving or something where you were just like fully engaged yes I know this need to be able to like write down like okay what did the beginning of this chapter say (laughs) yes past March present April I think this is kind of off the book but I kind of I mainly do my audiobooks as romance and so when it's like really cheesy romance it seems like I'm rating them like five out of five and it's on audio because I'm not like realizing it because I'm listening to it like I'm not like realizing like wow this book actually kind of sucks but it's audio so like I'm flying through it 10 times faster if if I was like physically reading it yes and if it's a cheesy romance then if you're missing little bits and pieces here and there like you're probably not missing like crucial details details, where in this book and a lot of thrillers you would all I've listened to audiobook is thriller so I definitely need to try a romance Romance. audiobook I've done very few thrillers speaking of romance do you want to go ahead and announce your uh your pick for the next book yes it is done and dusted by Lila Sage so our next episode will be over that book Shay's pick it'll be a romance so if you're not into thrillers um this is your chance we kind of that's also why I feel like we kind of are going to work well doing this because we do have different tastes in books so yes we're, we're going to have something for everybody I absolutely think. if you don't like thrillers you'll you know you can dip your toes into the water and see if you like yes. it or you can just skip over the thriller book and only read our romance picks or yes. vice versa you know whatever yeah. you're liking but yeah, I think that's good well guys thank you so much for listening and jump on our Facebook page for any updates and and you can follow us more. on TikTok Join our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram, all at Mama's Trying to Read a Book Club podcast. Thanks, guys. See you next time.
Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Today we are going to be talking about our January reads and our February hopefuls. Um, Shay, let's start out with what are you currently reading right now? Okay, Um, so I just finished up today The Single Dad by Marnie Mann. It was like a single dad nanny trope. It was just really spicy easy read um and then now I'm starting the final book in the Bridgerton series on the way to the wedding and I like it's been a fine series but I'm kind of glad it's like this end of it because it's just so many of them I was about to say are there like a hundred books in that series (laughs) because yeah I have just been seeing you read them for so long yeah it's it's been a journey for the least. And then I'm not even like hardly like two pages into it, but I started my February book for the book club only in your dreams. So Oh yes, I saw you started that. I plan to start that as soon as I finish what I'm reading right now. I have been reading on my Kindle. I've been reading um Oh, it was a series that I've been meaning to read for a while. I had saw it in some thriller books, but it's by Kirsten Modlin. I'm not really for sure how to say her last name, but the first one in the series is called The Arrangement, and then the second one's The Amendment, and then the third one is The Atonement, and they're thrillers. I have flew through these. I started reading the first one, The Arrangement, on, okay, so today is February 6th. I started The um, Arrangement on the 4th, and I'm already (laughs) on the third book. I noticed on Goodreads that you were applying through these books. Yes, they are just, granted, they're all around like 250-ish pages, so they're fairly short yeah. books, but they are just so quick and fast-paced, and I don't, they're just very easy, fun reads and fun thrillers. They all have left me like with a, a big like cliffhanger. They're kind of like the thrillers where you like, get to the end and you think that like they've given you the big twist only Mm -hmm. to then like get another big twist at the end and so they've just I don't know they've just been really fun I figure I was going to start our your February book club book and then I was like well considering how fast I have went through the first two of these I'm sure the third (laughs) one will be the same so I plan to start it after those and then on audio, I am reading Next of Kin by Hannah Bonham, Bonham Young, oh. and that was one of a book that you've recently read that I had like looked at, and I was like, oh, that sounds good. That one's, it's, I've never read any, like, a storyline like that, but it's really good. Like, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's kind of why I think I had saw you were reading it or something, and I had looked at it on Goodreads, and I was like, oh, that sounds different and interesting, so... Yeah. It had, like, a very, very short wait time on Libby for audiobooks, so I just went ahead and started it. And so far, I'm, like, maybe, like, 40% in, and so far, it's really holding my attention. Yes, it's a it's definitely an easy audio to read, for sure. Yes. Okay, so do you want to tell me some of the books that you read in January? Yeah, so I know we've kind of already talked about this, but... Honestly, probably like three weeks into January, 
I like I knew I was reading like a ton of books you know like I was starting January out really good just flying through them and then I was thinking about all the books I read and I realized I hadn't yet to read a single five-star read and I finished January without a five-star read that is so crazy did you have did you have a five-star read in December too or did you have one in December yeah, I think so. I think I just didn't read very many books in December. Maybe that's what it was. For some reason, I was thinking that you hadn't read a five-star book in December either. That is seriously so crazy for January for you, especially because you read quite a few books in January. Yeah, I read a total of 25. Yeah, so is that your best? Is that your best or pretty close to one of your best reading months I think it's my best if not it may be tied and I think October November I read like either like 24 25 maybe 26 like it's pretty close if not the best one yeah I thought so yeah that is just so crazy so you've kind of been second guessing yourself on like should I have rated one five stars or like I just I don't know but then when I like really I had a bajillion four of them like I'm when I sent you my list no why I did not put any of them in order besides the very first one because it was four and a half and that was the highest one because I couldn't do it (laughs) like it's too hard when there's that many of the same rating yeah I definitely get that I um have had I don't know that I've ever had like a month where I haven't had a single five star but I've definitely had months where I've just had a ton of four stars and just none of them or even a four and a half but none of them just quite made the cut for like that five star yeah rating well and like I said like I was kind of second guessing myself and so like when I was like going through and making my list for January of all the books I read I'm like None of these are still sticking out to me. So, like, I'm going to stick with my ratings because, like, it's a five-star. Like, you know, they they stick out to you. That's why you rate them a five-star. Absolutely. So, I was like, you know what? It's just, it wasn't a month to read a five-star book, which is whatever. But, so, my number one that I went was Honey Trap by Tate James. I rated it a four and a half. Um, That is another, it's, that one was book one of another series that, kind of go alongs with that Madison Kate series and then um I can't even think what the other this one's the guild series I forgot what the second one is but I had like I've read all the other ones recently so that's the and it just kind of goes along with it it's spicy it is kind of a little bit I wouldn't say suspenseful but it's like very fast-paced you know like crime world organized crime gangs and all that stuff yeah that's really interesting I um need to probably add that to my tbr because i bet i would like that for a romance book i would i like i think because you read the first madison kate book didn't you yes and i plan to read the second one pretty soon too and i did really enjoy it that's i madison kate is definitely more of the romance spicy side and less of the organized crime but the next series that i my mind's blanking on is like more of the organized crime and then this one is like just as much of the organized crime and stuff it's just I don't know it's different I like it and I still get my spiciness that I want right you get that with a little bit of like extra plot too yes um so I'll just kind of talk about my next few ones even though they're all four stars I write, I did number two, Next of Kin, the one that you're reading now, because I, I that one was really good. Like, I do think that would be my number two, no matter what. 
Um, and then number three, I did The Mistake by L. Kennedy, which is part of um, a series that I'm finishing up. And then number four for January, I uh, put Rain Me In by Kayla Grass. And that one was a fun little like cowboy romance that had some like kind of serious topics in there that they like handled well, which was nice because I know sometimes those get a little iffy how well the book is written when you get like serious topics in. Right. And interesting. That's honestly all I'm going to talk about for because <laughs> they're all fours. Like, I don't know. Like, I read, I'm not joking. Like, I, I'd say over half of my books were four stars. Did you have any that were just really, like, awful or really terrible? Um, no. <laughs> okay. Well, I rated one. The <laughs> lowest one was The Goal by L. Kennedy, and that was three stars. But I do have an honorable mention that I completely forgot about. <laughs> I was about to say, you have to mention, you have to mention it. <laughs> I It was at the bottom of the list, and I didn't see it. I don't have a rating for this one, but Womb by Duncan Ralston, and I, oh my gosh, Lincoln, I, <laughs> I don't know what I read. I don't even know. I don't know. I, I have no explanation. I can't physically allow myself to rate it five stars because no, but like, I also read it in like a day and a half when it was short, but also like I couldn't put it down. Um, for the listeners, I'm not going into details, but when I explained to Caleb a little bit about this book, he literally said, what the F are you looking And I was like, blame Lakin. This was not me. I did not choose this book. <laughs> was it not? Okay. Oh. Seriously. One of the, I just, I had to have you read it because it <laughs> It was just one of the most bizarre books, I mean, ever, I'm going to say. It was just one of those, like, I don't even remember what I rated it, because it was one of those, like you said, it is hard to rate, because you don't really want to rate it a five, because it's so, like, just crazy. Yeah. But also, like, it was a book that I couldn't put down. Yeah, I had to like I had to keep like <laughs> reading, and I had to keep like knowing where it was going. And it is definitely a book that has stuck with me. I mean, I read it months ago now, and it's stuck with me all this time I, because it's so bizarre. I definitely understand like the want of someone else to read it because I'm the same way. Like I'm like I need someone else to read this just so they can go through the like roller coaster <laughs> disgustingness that you read and write up like I don't, I don't know and I will give it to him he did it well because like with a book that is just and guys this is like <laughs> horror but it's just so graphic and yeah. so like not horror as in like ghosts and demons no, <laughs> but like real boring. crazy gory horde yeah but he did it so well to where you just were like I don't know I was just like page turning it and he did it like it's a short book it needed to be a short book it did not need to be any longer <laughs> no. than it was it was just and I think that's what kind of made it as good as it was too because the length was perfect it was just yeah. like 
but it is just there are literally no words to describe <laughs> that book there I think when I finished it I literally was like what did I just read like <laughs> that was my exact reaction <laughs> and then I was immediately like I'm never taking a book recommendation from like <laughs> <laughs> has your mom read this book did you get her to read it no I haven't got her to read it I need Jackie to read this book because she's probably like you though and like really enjoys it she would I don't know she doesn't I don't know I don't know if this this is too much for her I think it might be too much (laughs) it might be a little too much but anyways I was going to say that is definitely a good honorable mention because yeah that was at my like last of my list I sent to you because like I was not putting it at number one but I didn't rate it so I just like put it at the bottom (laughs) yes that right there was worth all of your reads just to read that book for Jane. That's true. I guess that's my like maybe that's why I didn't have a five stars because that book scarred me. <laughs> oh my goodness. So funny. So if any of you guys do happen to read that book, let us know what you think. Yeah, let let me know what your thought process was. But we're definitely not recommending it because it's like a great read. And we're also like, like yeah, we just any trigger here. that you could possibly think of, it has that. Yes. Yeah. And it, the things that happen in that book are things that you would never think you would read about. No. Like, I didn't know what I was, I could, I knew that you had explained the story to me, but I can't remember what it was. And then as soon as I like was realizing, I was like, this is the book. Like, it told me about, like, I was like, dang it. (laughs) This is it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So how is your, how was your January reads? So I actually had a really good January. So this is the most, I read the most books in January that I think I have ever read. I read 23 books. And what makes that even more, I guess like that's my, that's definitely the highest number I've ever read. But it was also, I had five, five star reads and 10 of those books were actually books, not just audio. So yeah, I read uh, I read eight like actual books too, and that's the most I've ever done in a month, like of you know, actual physical books too. Yeah, look at us go. Because <laughs> a lot of times, like of course, because we do enjoy audiobooks, we do listen to a lot of audiobooks. So a lot of times the reason that we're able to have, you know, so many yes. reads in a month is partially due to audiobooks. But I don't know, I was really proud at the fact that I had read ten actual physical books this month. Like that's I that's a lot. Too. Yeah. And yeah, eight. That's a lot. I don't usually I don't even think I usually read eight. I think usually it's more like maybe five, six, maybe. Yeah, that's exactly four, five, six. Yeah. So I don't know. I was really proud of myself for that. My top book for January was The Perfect Child by Lucinda Berry. I had been wanting to read this one for a while and I finally did. And it is one of my top up there, one of my favorite books ever, I think. Now, how would you like, I know I remember seeing your like review and rating on this. Like what kind of like is this it's not like crime thriller is it like psychological no it's yeah a lot psychological thriller it's kind of like the whole premise of the book is can a child be born bad okay and so basically these people they can't have this 
good husband and wife. They are, they both work in the medical field. They're very good people. They can't have kids. They adopt this child who has been like from social services, from foster care, who has been like tortured for her younger life and um, they adopt her and things take a pretty bad turn pretty quick. And so it's just kind of like the whole question throughout the whole book is, can a child be born bad? And so I don't know. It just left you with so many like thoughts and feelings. And I, I read this one really fast too. And it, it was a regular, like a normal size book. I think I read it in a day, maybe I just flew through it. And then there's like a short story sequel to it that I read immediately. And that was my number three book of January was the short story sequel. That was just as good. I want you to put that like the perfect child on your TBR because it's just one of those. I don't know. You need to read it. (laughs) Is it one that I can do audio? Um, Honestly, it would probably be pretty good on audio, I would think. Just because I like so long with any type of thrillers that that's the only reason why I don't love reading. Like, I like reading them because I do enjoy them, but they just take me forever to get through. Yeah, I get that. I It's hard for me to say because, I, I don't know, I just struggle. Audios with thrillers, to me, just really depend on the narrator and how they are made. Mm-hmm. So since I didn't listen to it on audio, I don't know. But I would think so. Like, it's one that... I don't think it would be hard to like process doing it on audio. Yeah. Yeah. But very, very good. Um, My number two was the four wins by Kristen Mm -hmm. Hannah. Wasn't that so good? (laughs) It was so good. And I actually think, so this was my third Kristen Hannah book. And I think if I had to, I read the Nightingale, the great alone and the four mm-hmm. winds. And I think I would do the nightingale is still number one, but I think mm-hmm. the four winds would be my number two. And then the great alone. Really? Yes. I really liked the four winds. I don't know why. I just really like as maybe weird as this is, I really like got more into the great alone than I did the four winds. I get that. And maybe during, like, while I was reading it, if I just didn't, wasn't able to, like, maybe fully concentrate on it, you know, like. Yes. Obviously, like, still highly recommend any three of them. Yes, I was gonna say, yeah, The Great Alone, I rated all three of them five stars, so, but if I had to, like, number them, I think that's the number I would go, but also, like, it's been a little bit since I've read The Great Alone, so I might have had to, you know. It's hard to tell, but they're all five stars. I really enjoyed it. Really recommend it. Honestly, I need Chris and Hannah to be like pumping out more books because I just love them so much. And she has a new one that came out today, I think. Oh, is it actually like today? I didn't know what the date was. I just know it's February. I think it was today, The Women is what it was called. And I think it's today. I think I saw a TikTok that said like happy publication day. Yep, you're right. So definitely super excited to read that one too. And then, okay, I said number three was this short story sequel to The Perfect Child, A Welcome Reunion. And then number four was Too Late by Colleen Hoover. Oh, yes. That's on my TBR because I know you liked it. I see, and this is where, like, I just, I felt like I had a really good reading month because, again, (laughs) another one, I flew through it. It was fast-paced. I honestly, it was more, I wouldn't call it, like, a thriller thriller, but it definitely wasn't really, like, 
romance, but it wasn't, I don't know, maybe like, I don't know, I guess it was a thriller. It just, I, I guess I've never really read a book quite like it. Because you know how Colleen Hoover, she writes a lot about like abusive relationships and stuff like that. Like that is her like, like she includes that in a lot of her books. Well, this kind of had that, but it also had the thriller aspect to it. And I enjoyed it more than Verity actually. Okay. That which they're not really like the same, but just I don't know, more on the thriller side than most of Colleen Hoover's books. Yeah. And really liked it. Um, and then my number five was American Predator. And that was a true true crime story about serial killer Israel Keys. So that was just super interesting to me. Was that hard to like get through with it being true crime? No, it was very, very well written. Because uh, some true crime books, I have read a few that I have really loved and then a few that are hard to get through. Like, it just very much depends on the author and how they are able to put it into a book. But this one was not hard. They told it through, like, they focused more on, like, the crimes and the interviews with this serial killer. Mm-hmm. And they did it in a way that still made it feel kind of like a story as opposed to just like reading facts on paper which some true crime books are yeah but it's very good if anyone doesn't know like Israel Keys is a serial killer that's like one of the most like pretty much he defies all things that like FBI profilers and the people who study serial killers like he like defies all the logic that they have like learned about serial killers over over Mm -hmm. the years and he just kind of takes all that and throws it out the window and so he's kind of like the craziest serial killer and honestly like he admitted to like a few of his crimes but we think that he's linked to like so many more that he just didn't confess to and but he like had no set like most serial killers stick to like a specific like some sort of pattern Mm -hmm. like a specific type of like victim a specific area a specific way that they kill but he literally had no um like routine he literally would drive through a place select a random person at random and kill them in a random way it was never the same every time so I don't know. He's just, it's very interesting if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah, no, that sounds interesting. And let me see. That was my number five. So I don't know. I just had some really good ones. And then honorable mentions, I read Glimmers of You, which was Mm. one of the books in the Lost and Found series. Yes. And then I read Dead Woman Crossing by Geneva Rose, which is one of her crime thrillers. I think I put that one on my TBR too that you enjoyed that one yeah I did I rated it four stars but it was really good I just am convinced that like she Geneva Rose isn't probably going to write a book that I'm not going to enjoy I agree with that one like I don't obviously some of them may not be her best ones but I can't imagine her having a bad one Yes, exactly. Like, I'm going to enjoy it in some capacity. And I actually have already finished the second book in that series, and it was good, too. Both of them I rated four stars. And then, I guess as far as, like, worst book (laughs) was Rock, Paper, Scissors by Alice Feeney. 
That one was a rough. Did you do audio or did you read it? I did audio. Yeah. And that may have been the problem. Maybe. I don't know. But I was bored the whole time. (laughs) Yep. Me. Now, I will say the twist at the end was pretty good. Like, I was like, whoa. But it didn't make up for how bad the rest of the book was. No, and I think, like, because usually even if I start to get bored with a book through audio or I start to get distracted, I'm pretty invested in the beginning. Yeah. But I was bored from, like, minute one mm-hmm. until the very end, and I almost DNF'd it, and then I was like, I'm just going to finish. It's audio, like, whatever. And the tri- twist at the end was good, but I honestly was just so tired of the book that I didn't even care one little ounce about the ending and the twist because I just was so glad it was over I 100% get that like I was like finally the twist that means the book is now over (laughs) yes yes like that was the best part of the twist for me was that it was over (laughs) yes nope I had I read that one months ago but I had the exact same thoughts yeah, and I was surprised because I feel like I on Goodreads it had like pretty good ratings and reviews. But mm-hmm. I had made a post in our Facebook page about like, okay, struggling through this. Should I? Is it worth finishing out or should I DNF it? And a surprising number of our listeners were like, nope, hated that book. <laughs> yeah, I seen that. <laughs> that shocked me too because. The only reason why I even ever read it is because I seen it on TikTok a lot about people just loving this book. So that's the only reason why I did it and I shouldn't have listened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyways, those were my, aside from that book though, I had a really good reading month for January. So I'm excited. Um, yeah, starting off the year good. Yeah, for sure. It makes me like, okay. If my January was this good, then surely I'm going to meet my reading goal for the year. <laughs> I was <laughs> starting off strong. Exact same thoughts. <laughs> so, what are some of your hopeful books for February? So, not in any particular order whatsoever, but I'm going to finish up the series. Um, I wish I could. I don't know the name of it. It's ones I've been reading for a little bit. Like I had. Um, like the mis- they're all called like the mistake or the goal like that's that series the last one's called the legacy I'm gonna finish that one up hopefully um kill order by Tate James that is part of the one I rated number one for January the guild series um trying to think what else should I finishing up the Bridgerton series which like I said that's my current read so I will definitely read it and I'm going to read the second book in the fourth monkey series. Hopefully. Yay. Hopefully, hopefully. I want to, because I don't want to like obviously go too long out in between. No. Yes. And I know you read this in February, so we'll talk about it a little more next month, but the books get more like faster paced and more going on as the series like progresses. Okay. That makes me feel a lot better. (laughs) I struggled through the fourth monkey, not like bad. I just wasn't dying to sit down and read it, which I blame partially on me because I'm just not a thriller girly that much. So sure. Yes. No, they get a lot more like twisted. Okay. Well, that makes makes you like, 
a lot more like twisty stuff happens, which of course like makes it more like, ah, what's going to happen next? Yes. Yeah. No, that makes me excited then. Um, I think you read this book, but it's coming up on my Libby soon is The Nanny by Robert Oh yeah. You haven't read that one yet? No, it's been on my hold on Libby for like literal months. Like, I don't know why it's so backed up, but yeah, that was a good one. I did it on audio. And I, I want to say I rated it like a four or four and a half. I really liked that one. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. And that's... Oh, and then on my Libby, I'm hoping that when it comes available, because it's not audio, like it's an actual ebook, I'm hoping I'm able to read it. But it's called Magnolia Parks by Jessa Hastings. And I have saw a lot about that book, but I have zero clue what it's about. So I think it's like, I don't know if it's high school or college setting like these kids are, but what I'm excited about it is people are comparing it to Gossip Girl, the TV show. Ooh, okay. Like, like I, it's romance, so it's got like love interest and everything, but it's like, sure, it's in London, but it's like high society, like these are rich people, rich kids, like... So I am super excited about that just because I think that'd be, I love the show Gossip Girl. And I think like, if it is true, I think it'll be so good. Yes. I also loved the show Gossip Girl. So if you end up reading it and liking it, let me know because I will. I might like it too. I was going to do it audio and I had the book on Libby audio and I was like, two minutes in and I was like nope I cannot do it I don't it, the narrator I think she was trying to <sighs> do a British accent and it was just not happening so I was like well I'll just do this one book form it's okay <laughs> yes I get that it tr- like the narrator plays such a huge part in audiobooks for me and I have I have done the same thing with books where I have like I have started it within the first minute been like nope there's no way I'm going to be able to make it through this whole book no and I'm like and I especially to... they get the book like get what I want to get out of the book like yes. it will ruin the book for me yep it'll ruin it nor will I even know what's going on you know like I just forget it <laughs> yes I get that so I think that's obviously I'll read more than that but those are the ones that I'm like kind of prioritizing I guess for February yes Okay, so what are your, or some of your February hopefuls? So the first one that I'm really hoping to get to read, and this will probably, so many people I know will have different, have different opinions on her and this, but I really want to read Released by Gypsy Rose Blanchard. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what my feelings are, but I don't want to read the book either. But I'm also not into that stuff like you are. So like, it doesn't surprise me that you want to read the book. Yes, I just, I don't really know my thoughts and stuff on, you know, everything that's happened. But I am very much not as invested as some people, but I am interested in her and just how she's going to choose to live her life after. She's an odd duck. (laughs) She is, but then it's like she like this is truly her first time ever being like getting to do anything herself. Yeah, like she's finally getting a taste of freedom. Right. And so I don't know, I'm just very interested in I guess hearing what she has to say. So I'm curious. That book I it's just been out like 
less than a month. So I'm I'm just curious to read it just to kind of see what she has to say. Yeah. Um, let's see. Another one, this is an audio book, and it is, hash- you'd, you'd probably like it. It's Hashtag Crime Time by Geneva Rose and her husband. Yes, I think I have that on my TBR, or I know that me and you have talked about it. You'll have to let me know how that is. I will. My understanding is that it is just strictly audio, and it's like kind of like a mystery type, maybe like a murder mystery. I could be wrong on that, but they have like a full cast of okay. characters to kind of play the book out. And it was written by her and her husband, which that's just kind of fun that they did it together. So I'm excited to read that. It should be coming available on my Libby pretty quick. Okay. And then really, aside from that, I'm mostly just going to kind of go where my mood takes me. I think I I definitely want... Yeah, I definitely want to read another Lucinda Berry book since I did mm-hmm. love The Perfect Child so much. Um, she has several that I've heard are really good, but my top two, I can't decide between Appetite for Innocence or Saving Noah by her. Both of those I saw talked about a lot, yeah. so probably one or both of those. Um, Ashes of You, which is the last book in the Lost and Found series by Catherine Cowles, comes out on February 8th. So I'm excited okay. to read that and finish up that series. Yeah. You haven't read, I you haven't read finished that one, have you? Any of them besides the first one yet. <laughs> you need to. They're good. I, know. <laughs> I just, I, I think it's because I already had other series started. So I'm like attempting to get those finished up before I keep reading other series. <laughs> Yes, I get that. I get that. And then, let's see. I really want to read another John Mars book because I <laughs> love Keep It in the Family so much. Yes. And so I really want to read another one of his. I That's another one. I haven't really decided which one I want to read. I'm thinking um, his book, What Lies Between Us, but he has a few that I think are pretty good. So I don't know which one I'll decide on, but yeah. I'm trying to like circle back around and like some of the books that I have or books that I have really loved. Like I want to read more by those authors. So I was just thinking that because I went to um Lucy Scores uh author profile on Goodreads and was like adding books of hers just because like I've have like I've liked all of her books I've read so far. So Yes. Yeah. So I'm just like, why? Like, I need to get around to like, I don't know, keep it in the family was just so good. So I guess I'm mostly curious, like, was it that book? Or is he just like, like, are all of his books like that? Or was it just that book? Or what? But and then of course, um, your February book club book, I will start that pretty soon. So that I'm like, I started out January so strong, like day one, you know, just like crazy, just reading. And this is stupid, but it's February 6th and I'm like stressing out because I haven't read (laughs) books already because that's how I was in January. Like I just was going crazy. (laughs) How many have you read in February so far? Uh, Three, three. Yeah. Five, three. I've read five so far, so I'm oh starting out pretty strong. Yeah, you are. What's you know what slowed me down is that dang fourth monkey book. <laughs> that is a longer book too. It was mine. That's the one that slowed me down. Yes, mine has helped because I've read 
two of those the um arrangement series thrillers and they're pretty fast and like shorter scale books oh, so yes. hey, that has helped <laughs> whenever I've read like three books in two days <laughs> that's what helps like that helps my tally so far hey I count it though I don't care what they say and it's just been one of those things like I hate winter in this time of year so freaking much and we my household cannot catch a break with like the sickness we've had some sickness of course to some extent like all January and so far into February so my kids are just wanting to lay around and snuggle a lot so I've not really had anything else to do besides read so that's definitely helped (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's definitely helped too so (laughs) But anyways, well, is there any other books that you want to talk about for January or February? I don't think so. I'm excited. I just love these episodes. I know we've talked about them before, like how much we both enjoy them, but they're just fun to talk about all the books that we've read and then, you know, want to read. But yes, these are seriously like probably my favorite episode of the month. Me too. This episode. <laughs> Okay, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and follow us on TikTok. Bye, guys.